Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle Podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Today, I'm going to talk about the difference between a small company and a medium-sized company and the things you need to pay attention to when you know that you're going to grow to a medium-sized company. So I had this happen earlier this year. Actually, in the beginning of the year, I had an inkling already of, damn, I think we're really gonna grow this year. And by the summer, I knew it was the case. Now, most people, when they grow from a small company to medium-sized company, they face many, many difficulties with financials and administration and operations and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I was no different. Even though I had experience in medium and large companies, medium-sized and large companies, I wasn't prepared to what happened. So here's what happened next. So as more and more people got involved, more and more people had their say in the company. So for example, we have coaching and we have uh, trainings, we have recordings. As more and more people got involved, they had their own agenda and what they wanted to coach, what they wanted to train, what they wanted to do with the course and so on. And for students, this caused a lot of confusion because they want a single plan that they can implement and that works. And they don't want to be told info that is contradictory. Another thing that happened was admin went to complete shit. So what happened was we had a system of invoicing, we had a system and payment collection, everything collapsed. And also my fault, of course, because I basically was running a company without a payment processor for a while and we were doing wire transfers. Now, unless you've been in business for a while, you probably don't know what that is, <laughs> but it's not fun, okay? It's, it's, it doesn't work. It, uh, everything fails and everyone's angry at each other and money doesn't arrive half the time and so on. So basically everyone was super angry at me and for two months we didn't have a payment processor. Then at the same time, our old system for admin and invoicing and all that, all of those systems were still running as if we're a very small company. And simply that doesn't work. Everything was being done manually, randomly, non-standardized, and everyone was just doing whatever they felt like. And we went from that all the way to complete automation within that single year. And I'm quite proud of that, like we just, finished implementing it this week actually and now the company can run properly again um, and what I'm gonna have to do is regain trust with a lot of people and you know they, they thought I was sabotaging the company and stuff like that and that actually brings me to the next point as a company grows and the amount of people involved grow what happens is there there's like politics now this is the killer of any company if you have politics instead instead of meritocracy and working together then everything just fucking dies and that was what was happening to us so what i had to do as the you could say the ceo whatever i would call myself of the company is i had to step into every single part of the company uh remove any process that was causing any issues whatsoever which was brutal by the way don't recommend uh if you ever had to do that i don't recommend doing it it's, it's absolutely brutal i mean i don't recommend doing it but you have to do it. <laughs> That's what I mean. So I just hope that you figure it out so that never happens to you. That's what I mean. So what happened then was I had to go back in and take control of all the course material or all the videos, all the instructions and how they work and how the business models work for students. I had to fix all of that. Uh, then I had to go in 
and look at the sales calls, the promises that were being made and so on. Check that nothing's been overpromised, that sales guys aren't focused just on close rate. Um, so that was fixed. And then in terms of invoicing and stuff like that, the, this in the world right now, there's incredibly complicated taxes. They're, the taxes are absolutely ridiculous. Even if you sell from one country, sell to another country, uh, in that country, there's sales tax and it works different per country, sometimes per region. It's super, super, super complicated. To fix that, we really had to think outside the box. The solution would have been just put people in place everywhere to fix everything. But we tried that and nobody even understood the systems that we had. So we had to kind of go look at much bigger companies and they had complete automation. They had a cart that plugs into payment processors, that plugs into invoicing, that plugs into tax tools and it just does everything. And that's what I've just spent uh, with developers installing last 30 days or so. The first attempt failed, the second attempt succeeded, and now it's working. So another thing that I've noticed that is super important when you're growing your business from uh, small to medium sized is that everything needs to be under contract. Now it sounds like I'm going too far with this, like everything, really? But if you think about it, once you have a business that works with dozens of people and not just, let's say, two or three, uh, then everything can become a misunderstanding. And, and trust me, it becomes a misunderstanding with two or three people as well. But then it's very easy to maintain goodwill for an extended period of time uh, just because it's small groups of people or a small group of people. But once you have dozens of people, then everything is up for interpretation all the time. That's how you should look at it. And that's because of all the issues um, that could happen, right? So you can't predict everything, of course, but very clear and preferably standardized, non, not too custom contracts are highly recommended. And everyone makes this mistake. I make this mistake. You know, I've made it in the past and I repeated it three, four times. And that's the way it is. It's unfortunate, but uh, human nature means that it's hard to work together. But if you can make things crystal clear, it's less likely that there's a disagreement. So even with standardized good contracts and everyone understanding each other and goodwill and all that, there's still disagreements. Just think about what can happen without these things. And in, ca in case you don't have examples in your own life or a friend's lives, uh, let me think. So maybe I shouldn't really talk about myself here for, well, you know, I don't want to say anything bad about anyone or anything like that, but, um, Let's say that I've had clients in the past who uh, lost half their staff or a quarter of their staff because of payment disagreements. I've had clients in the past who lost staff uh, because disagreements about what the company actually does and they didn't really believe in a mission anymore or they just ran off and did their own thing or took clients away to some other company and so on. So there is just an endless amount of misunderstandings like that that are possible and you can never predict everything but with good contracts and maintaining good relationships with your business partners and eventually employees, freelancers, clients and so on, it avoids this situation. And any you know, serious business owner will tell you something to this effect. You can only go so far with uh, just a goodwill understanding of how business works. You can only go so far, it's, it doesn't last forever. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. 
Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.